Welcome to Mondays with Matt, with Matt Starkey. Start each week fresh with sound financial advice. Grab your coffee and maybe a pen. It's time to kick off your week with Matt. Welcome into another edition of Mondays with Matt, with Matt Starkey and myself to talk about the retirement marathon and finishing the race is the topic of the podcast. This go around with Matt Starkey, investment advisor, representative, and president and owner at Great Lakes Retirement Solutions. Matt, my friend, what's going on? How are you? Hey, Mark. I'm excited today. I'm excited about the topic because I'm a marathon runner myself. So exactly. yeah, how did... So we're going to talk today about how does uh, running a marathon um, relate to your retirement planning, yeah, the retirement fig- marathon. Right. I figured you were you know, pretty well equipped to talk about this because you do both, right? So you do the retirement planning <laughs> right. and you do the marathoning. So I figured, hey, this makes really good sense. So let's, let's talk about some similarities uh, of the two and some maybe some lessons to extract. Um, planning and preparation. Now, I myself am not a runner. Uh, even when I was in high school and played football and everything, uh, I played free safety. So my job was to run a lot. Couldn't stay yeah. in it. Uh, I've never been a big runner. I don't know why. My my shins just do not uh, do not care for it. But planning and preparation goes a long way. Whether you're you know doing short distance runs, long distance runs, or whatever. Uh, talk to me a little bit about that. Yes. Um, so one of the things you brought up already is kind of like. Yeah, my shins don't like it. But when I was in high school, I, I went out for the track club and um, started running and had very little coaching, you know, and um, my shins took me out of the game. I was like, oh, this just doesn't work for me because my I'm getting shin splints. Um, yeah, so proper um, preparation and planning is, is huge um, for a runner, but also for retirement. So one of the things about shin splints is if you try different shoes, very likely they'll go away. I mean, you got to, once you have them, you got to rest and you got to take time and rest your body. So let's talk about planning. Let's talk about preparing for a race. Um, there's a lot of things that go into that, but number one is selecting the date. So we just kind of like find, okay, what day am I going to run this marathon? It's going to be May 28th. You know, I put my date out there and then I backtrack the months and I get a, I get a schedule and I get it from online. And that kind of tells you what you have to do to get there. So just like that in a race, um, it'll tell me how many days I run and how many miles I run each day. Um, Typically, it's like you start out with two or three a day, and you alternate back and forth, and then you have a rest day in between, and then you do that again. Just like in running, retirement planning is going to start the same way. We're going to select kind of a date. And Granted, when you're 20 or 30 years old, it, it may not be a concrete date, but we can certainly use an age and say, okay, this is when I think I want to retire. So let's just put it on the map. You know, Let's just put it out there, write it down, develop a goal. And then, so how long do we need to run? So we got to run 26.2 miles. All right. How much do I need for retirement? I might need $2 million or a million and a half or you know, some hundred people need 750,000. So we got to put the date out there. We got to kind of put the amount out there or how how far we got to run, how far we got to save and invest to reach our goal, right? These are very important. These are very important things. Along the way, there's going to be potholes. You know, you're going to run, you're running the race. You're going to step, you might twist your ankle while you're training. Uh, You might run into a pothole where, hey, we've got expenses that we did not plan on and we have to reduce our retirement savings for a little while. You know, these kind of things happen in life. Um, it's good to have a coach. It's good to have a financial planner uh, in your corner to help you navigate through this 
process. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, coaching. I mean, we think about coaching and things like you know football or or baseball or whatever. But Mary, I mean, I imagine. Well, I mean, cross country, all that kind. Of, they have coaches, so yeah. Same absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Coaching. Coaching is very very important because um, you don't just pick up and run a marathon. <laughs> right. You know, with with no coaching. I, I mean, mean I guess, anybody that I does guess you that, could, I, but boy, it would hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I do know a lady that did, and she ended up um, in very bad shape. I think a broke a broken foot was part of it. Bones Ouch. were actually fractured at the end of the race because oh. she just didn't didn't have any training, didn't poor. have any preparation, just went for it. Oh, poor thing. So if you if you don't want to uh, have your retirement plan end up the same way, you know, broken, <laughs> right. a broken retirement um, plan. definitely, definitely take some time to plan it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'm going to continue on with this real quick. Sure. So yeah. when I put, when I put that out there, I'm training for typically it's four months plus. Um, some people will do it with six month program, but really to get your body into shape to run and continue to run. Um, I do four run days during the week, a rest day. And then I have a long run on the weekend with another rest day. Does that make, is that right? Is that seven days? It's something like that. Yep. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> so, so you have your lower mileage days and you're doing that for endurance. And then you have a, you have this long run day and that's kind of stretching you. Your long run day might be three or might be five miles or six miles. The first time you run it, um, eventually it gets up to 10 miles and 12 and 14 and 17 and up to 20. I usually incorporate into my plan. I'll run like 19 or 20 miles. And I'll usually do that three different weekends before the big race of 26.2. So kind of the interesting thing is you never run the full race before the race day. You're usually training up to, and then your body just, it's already used to running the short distances. You're used to running the long distances. And when you get to the, the final day, you just continue to keep on running. And you figure out you really can do this. Wow. Um, it, it seems like an insurmountable task, but I see very, you know, old people, young people, heavy people, thin people. You just, you, you see all types of runners and you realize somewhere while you're running this race and watching people cross the finish line, it is so enjoyable and it's so emotional. Some people are weeping when they get to that finish line. Some people fa- have fallen off the track or had to stop during the race. Um, lots of different things happen, but everybody can finish. And with yeah. a good training plan, you can finish correctly. So just remember that with retirement planning, you got to set up a plan, number one, and you got to work that plan and things will get in the way, maybe health or maybe job losses or family, but those things will work themselves out. If you keep on going, you got to keep on doing the plan. Absolutely. Uh, we got to get try to get a couple more of these in here. So let me let me move on. But before we do real fast, I, I don't know if you saw this. Since we're taping this just right after Halloween for our early uh, November podcast here, I saw where a guy entered a marathon dressed as Michael Myers and he stalk walked the whole thing. So <laughs> he came in dead last, of course, but he power like slow walked behind everybody like he was stalking the rest of the group. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I love it. And people said uh, they got to give him com- they got to give him kudos for the commitment to the effort. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> well, so, it keeps those people kept him running. Yeah, fast pace ahead of you. <laughs> that's right. Uh, all right, let's move on to the th- second thing here on the retirement marathon: uh, a proper diet. Now, you know, again, I just mentioned Halloween, so I'm sitting here having two bite-sized candy bars. Probably not the best thing to have if I was getting ready for marathoning to eat those little uh, little candy bars there. And, and, and if you think about our retirement, you know, we got to have a balanced portfolio, too. So, it, you know, same kind of idea. 
Absolutely. Uh, diet is super important. Um, you don't want to eat too much before you run, but you do need to have something for nutrition to keep you going. Um, and then also a lot of times people will supplement. So they'll have something during the race. They'll have something during those long runs. You've got to have enough energy in your system. You've got to have enough uh, funds in that portfolio. You've got to have the plan set up. You've got to have a good diversification and be careful that when you get you, you want to be able to last for the whole race. You want to, you want your portfolio to last for all of your building up to retirement and building up to that finish line. So you, it's so vital to have a plan because people that don't very seldom, you know, they'll always hit. A, if you don't have a goal, you're going to hit whatever you get. But if you have a goal and you have a plan written, you set that date, you did a good job at planning then we have options. And you, the, the more planning you do, uh, the more diet, you, the better the options. Um, usually right. I'll take a couple of things with me on those long runs. And about six or seven miles in, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a small amount of additional caffeine, additional calories, additional nutrition to get me through those long races. And just like that, you got you to gotta make sure and review your plan, have a good asset allocation. Like you said, that manages the risk in the plan so mm -hmm. that we don't burn out our portfolio um, or that we're make sure that we're saving enough or investing enough and we're getting the proper rates of return on those on the portfolio so that we can hit uh, the end goal. Yeah. Will. So, well, yeah. And, and you just mentioned burnout. So that's great for the third, the third piece here. Don't start too fast. Right. Yeah. So I imagine that a lot of rookie marathon runners, uh, your adrenaline's going and you're ready to get it right. You're ready to get going and you take off and maybe you, you don't pace yourself properly. <laughs> Same thing with retirement, right? Let's let's not get too too fast in this because hopefully you're going to live a long time and you want to make sure you pace yourself. Absolutely. Um, if you've ever run a race and you signed up for them, the goal is to kind of finish, you know, you, you have something in mind. Um, one of the things that's easy to do, it's easy to start too fast in the race. And then all of a sudden, you know, you think, oh yeah, this is going great. And after you get past that first mile of a 5K, might be three, you know, 3.1 miles, after you get past that first mile, you're like starting to huff and puff and chug, you know, Hey, I, I thought I could run three miles, no problem. But all of a sudden it becomes taxing on your body. Same thing with your portfolio. You want to make sure that we have a, a, a plan for spending those assets. So you might be, Hey, we're going to spend, we're going to retire early. So we're going to need to spend more money in upfront in our portfolio. Then social security kicks in and might supplement and we can reduce our spending or, or we, we could say, we're going to wait until social security. So we don't have to spend a lot out of our portfolio. Um, there's lots of different strategies. You just got to find out what feels good for you and what your typical, you know, appetite for like risk and um, how are we going to do this? Are we going to have our retirement completely funded when we retire? Or are we going to save up to this amount and let our investments grow because we won't need to tap them right away? There's a plan and a strategy for everybody. Let's say we start out spending our assets too fast and then all of a sudden, if the market crashes and we don't have our portfolio set up for income, now we're withdrawing down that portfolio in a down market. It's going to be a lot harder for that portfolio to last. And we don't want yeah. your portfolio to burn out. I think that's the number one fear that everybody has is, am I going to run out of money? And if you don't do it right and you don't have a plan and you don't have an advisor, chances are you're going to do it wrong and you have a very much higher probability of running out of money. There you go. Yeah. So planning and preparation, proper diet, not starting too fast. They work well for retirement uh, planning. They work well for marathon planning. Matt, since you are a marathoner, anything that I didn't add on this list? 
Yeah, I think the very the very last thing that I would say is a couple of things. Take time to enjoy the scenery along the way. Um, don't get so focused on it that you forget to enjoy life. You know, husbands and wives are kind of funny to do this. Usually, one of them is a big investor saver, and the other one likes to spend. Um, but take a good balance and and take time to enjoy life along the way, and don't get too overly focused or worried about one thing or the other. But just enjoy the process. Enjoy the enjoy the plan. And then finish strong. You got to finish that race. You want to run across that line. You don't want to uh, necessarily sprint at the end. Sometimes you can't. Your body physically won't let you. But just uh, you know, one, something that I just practice when I run is I like to lift my arms up and raise my arms and victory as I cross that finish line sure. because it took all this planning. It took all this bodily, you know, beating your body and feeding your body properly. It's, it's a time to celebrate. So when you can retire, when you can cross that finish line, take time to celebrate, enjoy the process. It is a lot of fun. So there you go. That's all I got. There you go. That's awesome. Well, that's our Mondays with Matt. Thank you so much. So hopefully you enjoyed this analogy between uh, marathon running and retirement planning. We often hear things like, you know, retirement is a, is a marathon, not a sprint. So if you've got questions and you need some help, definitely make sure that you're reaching out to a qualified professional like Matt. He's here to help. You can find him at GreatLakesRetirementSolutions.com. That's GreatLakesRetirementSolutions.com if you're not already working with him. Uh, and if you are, feel free to share this podcast with others who might benefit from the content and the message. And don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Google, Spotify, and all those types of apps, whichever one you prefer. Matt, thanks for hanging out. My friend, I always appreciate you. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We uh, we appreciate your support. And uh, if you, too, find that these podcasts are helpful, definitely share them with your family, friends, loved ones. We all need help at times and sometimes more than others. So yep. uh, if you're not already working with us, as Mark said, give us a call, shoot us an email. We'd be happy to uh, sit down and help you assess your plan. Absolutely. Coaching helps. So we'll see you next time here on Mondays with Matt. Again, Great Lakes Retirement Solutions.com. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.